giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big husky kid. Uh, what do I have? Oh, I, you know what's great? In the first one minute when you're searching around. <laughs> that's that's hey, the mark of hey, a good show right there. What are we there. doing here? Hey, wow, what wow, are we doing, woo. huh? Yeah. We've done 30 seconds so far. Oh, I'm man. tired. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. Featuring Leanna Ray on traffic. How the f*** did I end up here? And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re-racket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> You know it! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Wild Card Wednesday, baby! Let's go! <laughs> I wish people understood yeah. how excited... I drive into work today, and I go, oh, God, it's Wild Card Wednesday. And I almost passed out in the car. I was so excited. I almost passed out. Because uh, I knew, whenever we run out of steam, talking about something sports-related, Wild Card Wednesday. How you doing? Here? How you doing over there? You all right? Great. Yeah. Great. Hey, can you say great one more time? Great. Your voice sounds a little off to me today. Great. <laughs> great. Hey. Is this 2017? Yeah, or? it's yes. 2017. <laughs> I'm, I'm Bob, I guess. I don't know. Hey man, scratch my showed. That's uh, and I also didn't we find out that someone here didn't know what that was? I didn't know. You didn't know what it was. I thought the showed yeah. Was the part between the... That's the taint. The BH and the yeah, sacky. Right. That's what I... Th- I always thought that was the chode. The scrot and the BH. Nope. That's the taint. What's the what's the perineum? Perineum? No, no, no. Paramecium is like is cellular structure of some kind. What, you know what I'm thinking Perineum of. is, I perineum. believe, I think that's the taint. But that's a technical term. Yeah. They can't say on a, you know... Some kind of drug information where they're like, this may cause thinning of the taint. They're not going to say that. They're going to say perineum. They're going to use the scientific term, and you got to Google say that. Taint? Why can't we? we I can don't say know. perineum. I know, but I don't. Taint is a contraction for it ain't, because it ain't the scrot and it ain't the bh. It's the taint. Yeah, I did, I did, it's taint. That's I literally that. where it comes from. I didn't know. Well, if we're not allowed to say that, then we ought to just pack it up and just go home. Who cares? What's the yeah. difference at this point? Wild card wins. We, we can say whatever we want. I don't know if we can describe what a chode is. I described it to you off the air so that you could understand it. What was it again? Uh, wider than length is, I believe, oh, the, oh. the technical breakdown of that. <laughs> Didn't Tim say he had that? No, he didn't say he had that. He explained it to you because we were both stunned you didn't know what it meant or that you had a bad definition of it. No, he didn't say he had that. I, th- I think he does have it. Well, you would be the only one here that would know because you've looked at it multiple times. I don't know why you say that like I should be ashamed. You're not ashamed of it. I'm saying that's part of your ritual when you start playing ping pong. I took a look at Baines in the shower. Right. I, I, he looks like all of Australia. <laughs> he is really put together. After your sweaty ping pong matches, you guys go hop in the shower and get cleaned off and ready for the show. I get it. Mm-hmm. I was just pointing out that I don't do that because I don't play ping pong. You think it's 
wrong for two men to share a loofah? Depends how much... Uh, Should we have our own loofah? Depends on how clean you're getting. I mean, if you're oh, getting... Oh, we're scrubbing. Well, if you're getting... I'm saying if getting you're getting... all those dead skin cells. If you're getting into all the... Um, Cracks and gaps. No, you don't use the loofah on the well, cracks and gaps. I don't know. I'm just asking. I don't know how you loofah. You got a special thing for the cracks I, and gaps. I, I know. You've got your mother bar. I know. We've got a whole grooming routine that I've heard about for 10 years. I've been Fills listening. Fills in the cracks and gaps. Getting your mother bar going. <laughs> all that stuff. Why are you offended by my mother bar? I'm not offended. It's just, it's a. It's way more information right, than I ever needed. If you don't know needed. what this is. <sighs> Because I get a lot Good. of people asking about, like, what the hell we're talking right, about. fine. Because as much as we like to think everybody listens all the time, some people don't. That's fine. Here's what I do. I have Irish Spring. I got the bar of Irish Spring. This is an ad they did not pay for, and they would not Look, pay for I'm if a, they I'm were a customer. offered to. They are not going to want this as an ad. Common man here for Irish They're Spring. They're not going to want it. I've tried other brands, and I don't <laughs> like them as much. But Irish Spring, it refreshes me. I feel like a naked, innocent kid running through the woods okay that's again picking clovers sure anyway whatever so as my my bar of soap is winding down and you got like a little sliver left i want to economize i'm not wasteful like you Mm -hmm. i want to save money so i don't want to just throw that little sliver out and say it doesn't matter so what i do is i take the new bar Mm. and i adhere the old bar to the new bar yeah. And so like sourdough bread, this right. has been forming for years in my shower. I've got a time capsule that I wash my ass with every day. Yes. What, what can you say? So no, that's the part I was, it's not about you merging the bars. That's not the problem. Can you se. say that your soap is pre-COVID? Because mine is. <laughs> no, what I'm, what I'm getting to is. Where you particularly use the bar, that's the part that threw me. The bar is for cracky. Right. And you don't use it for any other part. No, just cracky. Do you use liquid soap, I assume, with the with the loofah? Or what are you doing with, like, for the regular cleaning, what are you using? Are you using a bar as well? Different well, bar? The, the girls, they have, like, a Bath and Body Works gel. Oh, and you just use that? I just use whatever they oh, have okay. in there. Like, I, midnight. I love these scents, too. Midnight Woods. What does Midnight Woods smell like? A rapist? Like a humid rapist? I've never... Like, you walk through Midnight is, Woods, it's like, man, I wish I could shower with this. I figured out why you never go outdoors. It's because you have... I mean, there are dangers in the woods. I'm sure there are people who are murderers and rapists and thieves hiding out in woods from time to time. But generally, the woods concerns you would have are like, will a bear attack me? Will something like bite me that will give me some kind of, I don't know, Rocky Mountain fever or something like well, that's what you should be I, worried about. I'm curious. I'm worried about these things. Of course. I mean, you're out in these metro parks. It's just a matter of time before you get eaten by a chupacabra. <clears throat> Is that another Bath and, Bath and Body Works smell? Chupacabra? I think we've romanticized. The outdoors are great and they do have good smells, but not usually. Well, it depends on where you go. Like, for example... I was at the store and I saw, I don't know who's doing this. I don't know what brand is doing this. It was like body spray. And I was a sucker and bought one of these. But the body sprays are all named after they've partnered with the national parks. So, of course, I bought one. Uh, but they, they bought these broad, these body sprays and they have all different national park smells. And I thought, sure, like, I can't theory, wait to spray my privates with some Mount Rushmore. Well, I went with uh, Grand Canyon for whatever that's worth. Just it's because. Fitting. Yeah, I thought so. 
I thought it kind of fit me to a T. But if you go to like the visitor center of a Grand Canyon, that might smell, I don't know, fresh. If you're outside taking in the beautiful views, maybe that right. smells nice. If you're standing next to the, you know, Porta John, that probably is not the greatest smell. Yeah. Those are all national park smells is what I'm saying. I'm on Bath and Body Works website. This is a list of their current body washes. Okay. Now you tell me if you know what this smells like by the description. Sure. Among the clouds. Do you know what among what? the clouds? What is Seth Rogen there just smoking a J? Well, I I picture among the clouds. Does it smell like a bag of peanuts? I don't know. Because I'm sitting in among a the clouds and they've given me food. But see, rose vanilla, sun ripened raspberry. I know what the hell I that get, is. I get some of that. Pastel sure. skies. I don't know what the hell that is pastel skies no i actually have heard i've heard this described as oh it smells like blue which makes even less sense to me here's another one beautiful day that smells like you i tell you what a beautiful day it's is for a me beautiful day spotify it, don't cut you. it out don't cut it out spotify a leather couch How dare you sweatpants and a bag of doritos Be- oh, that's, yeah, that's a beautiful, beautiful day, day for me sure understood yeah it uh, either smells like you two or you playing video games i guess Let's see what else we have. Some of these make sense. Fresh coconut and cotton. Okay. Sage, cedar wood. Cloud nine. Cloud what, is, nine. what is cloud nine? Well, that's just, we, this, you know what I bet that Indigo is? Indigo dreams. The, the chemists at Bath and Body Works were aiming for a specific smell, and they got something that smelled good, but it was kind of hard to place, and they said, well, let's just call it something that makes no sense. How about this one? Gingham love. What? G- apparently, you smell like a tablecloth. Gingham love. I don't know what I. I really don't. Is Gingham like a? Is that a place? Gingham I, style? No, that's Gangnam style. That's totally different. How dare you, Ted? <laughs> I got Ted's laughing at his own thing. Poor Cy is just over there collecting royalties on his one song. Good for actually, he's probably super rich. I don't know. All I know is like, is Gingham was that named at like Chelsea is like a thing that's used to describe style and fashion, but Chelsea is an actual place. It's like a neighborhood in London. Is gingham like a place, or no. do they just no? It's a, it's a checkerboard pattern. Okay, I knew that. I just didn't know if they named that after some other a thing. Thousand wishes. What? Again, bourbon. I know a lot of people that smell like bourbon. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Look, the body wash should I smell think, like bourbon. I think now I have been in, and I'm going to use a technical term here. It's going to make me sound like a really giant a hole, but I'm going to well, use what it else anyway. Is new? Yeah, uh, I've been in a Rick House where they store bourbon, and when you walk into that, I get that brown sugar, like, you definitely get a smell okay. of, like, oh, there's a sweetness to this. It does, Here, here's it does what smell good. As you're spending time in the rickshaw. I'm, I'm saying, if you smell bourbon on someone's breath, we that's, had that not, here. that's not a great One smell. One of our engineers was an alcoholic. Right, that's a different smell, because um, that's Alice, processed through a body. You smell like bourbon. All the time. Now it's my body wash. Sure it is. Mm-hmm. We'd like you to read this pamphlet. Now I swear it's my body wash. This one says cigarettes and vodka. Yeah, it's just my body wash. Nope. You have a problem. Uh, whiskey reserve. That's another right, one. Right, again. <laughs> whiskey reserve. Graphite. Apparently we're just graphite? rubbing we're rubbing pencils on our face. <laughs> graphite. Graphite. Good. That's, that's Seriously, legit. Who? This is a local company. We don't have guests on this show. Except for Rimmer and people we already know. People we know. But whoever's in charge, if there's a team in charge of naming these scents, I would love to get them on the show and pick their brain.
Yeah. And volunteer and, my services. And offer suggestions. One that they never do, but they should. Fresh gasoline. Oof. I love it. Love that smell. Why, why wouldn't they? I love the smell. You know another one? AutoZone. I love, make that smell. You walk in there and it smells like petroleum products that are all just, ah, it's too clean. I love it. It's, mm, it's great. Excuse me. I'd like to pick up some Polish and grilled onions, please. Yeah. <laughs> Spray that all yes. over yourself. Absolutely. Yes. It's perfect. All right. Wild card Wednesday. More I, of this nonsense. I have great wild cards okay, to well, start we'll, us we'll off, start but we don't have any time. Next. Next, we'll do we that. We have three hours. What do you mean we have no, no time? I mean, in this segment. What do you we, want to do? Talk about the crappy hockey team again? No. No, God, no. Please. No, Anything no, to no, distract no. me from that. And if the basketball team loses tonight, you better just light your radio on fire because I'm not even coming in here tomorrow. All right? Don't make promises. You're all too willing to I keep. am. I'm going to keep it. I, me too. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Shut up. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Let's all not show up for work. Watch out for an accident on the north outer belt of 270 westbound after US 23. It is causing some slowdowns in that area. The crash has been moved to the right side, but cars are still working to avoid it. About a 15-minute backup is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Lowe's. Save big store wide at the truckload event at Lowe's happening now. For a limited time, get up to 50% off select tools and accessories. Shop the event in-store or online today. Valid 1229 through 125 while supplies last. Collection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. Happy Wednesday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Please do tweet the program at manandbone971. And you can ask us stupid questions, suggest stupid topics. But can it be dumber than me going through the list of Bath and Body Works smells that I have no idea what they are. Well, I got How about this? Oh, go ahead. Into the Night. What? That's a good one. What would that smell like? I don't know. Fairy Tale. Okay. Hello Beautiful. Nope. Dream Bright. Black Tie. No, none of these none of these are distinctive smells, which means they could just make whatever they wanted. I'm going to write. I'm going to make smells. I'm going to name smells. Dead, dead, dead clown. Actually, you know what? That too, smells too very. That's very specific. That's I know exactly what that smells like. How about uh, shag carpet? Yeah. Well, I kind of know what that smells like. Desperation is what it smells like, and probably cigarettes. Um, shag carpet. Yeah. It smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's candle. Maybe. Uh, Kyle says Dior Fahrenheit is a perfume slash cologne that is targeted to men that smells like gasoline. Sounds like a fit for you, Bone. Okay. I didn't know someone had done that. Now I will go look that up and spend way too much money smelling like gasoline. How about Dark Kiss or In the Stars? In the Stars? Or Sensual Amber? I don't think... Sounds like someone you work with. (laughs) You going out to cocktails tonight with Sensual Amber? It sounds like a place... Right. It sounds like a place you would go. It's like, yeah, we're going to go check out what's going on at Sensual Amber's tonight. Yeah. Okay. Um, You're the one. Yeah, again. butterfly butterfly i could see maybe that smells like a field of flowers but again call it field of flowers not butterfly because butterflies usually hang out in fields of flowers what else do you have i don't have any smells i have wild card wednesdays if you want that's them. what i mean oh okay i didn't know if you weren't we're all on sense today uh brian tweets and says my guys topic of discussion this is a great place to start if we hadn't started off with smells 
William Daniels, a.k.a. Mr. Feeney. I read this today. 95 years old. He was a swinger. He's been in an open marriage for 72 years. Well, Say it ain't so, Feeney. Say well, it ain't so. I read the article. Yeah, it's not quite that. The marriage hasn't been open for seven. He's been married for 72 years. And it started as an open marriage. But in the like the 70s, they put a stop to it because I forget the wife's name. She's also I've got, an actress. I've got it all here. Bonnie Bartlett Daniels says she and husband William Daniels never felt tied to fidelity at the beginning of their marriage, but that changed when he had an affair. He, she said, I guess it was a little bit of an open marriage at first, but that was very painful. That didn't work well. And it was a time when people were doing that. It was a time in New York where there was a lot of sex and a lot of people doing all kinds of things, you know, very free. She was on the show saying elsewhere. Uh, she went on to reveal that he had an affair that lasted a few months. Uh, oh, actually, she had an affair as well that went on for a few months. And she said the actor was slightly boring. Um, and then I don't know what that means as to are we supposed to figure out who that was? Anyway, she said, I never felt guilty because I never felt tied to fidelity and neither did Bill. So. I, I also love, by the way, the, the idea of Mr. Feeney just sleeping around with lots of chicks. Absolutely. You know he took a run at Fat Topanga. <laughs> Not regular Topanga. Well, you, <laughs> Fat Topanga. When she was right. Okay. They did a storyline on the show about how she had to tell everyone she wasn't pregnant, she was just fat. Right. That was a story I remember on that. the show. Yeah. What was I going to say to Maybe you? Maybe he suggested it? I don't know. Oh, here's what I want to say to you. There are certain people that want to tell you that there was some golden age of morality that we once lived in. Uh, in the 50s and 60s, people were having basement parties with the neighbors, swinging, key parties, shag carpet, lotions. The yeah. whole, the, the, you, a block party, man. You go over for a big orgy. Absolutely. Well, and What you know, family values are we talking about? Well, and by the way, that's that it's like... Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when everybody had rules and, and believe it. It's like, oh, okay, you mean like when the government was grabbing people and being like, did you like this thing that was in the newspaper? Communist. And then they drag them before the Senate and try to get them thrown out of the country. Well, I'm like, all in favor of that. Yeah. Well, but I mean, they were they were drumming up charges on like regular yes, people. Again, I'm all in favor I of know, that. Okay. I'm just saying like that was the 50s too. McCarthyism. That was a little bit of a trying time, I would say. No. Anyway. And you didn't have sense like a thousand wishes. You didn't have that scent. No. You had sense like, I'm staying with my husband because I'm not allowed to open a bank account. That's what that was back in the 50s. How about After Dark? Yeah. Come put on some After Dark. Come put get on. Mr. Get Mr. Feeney over here. The neighbors are home. We should go knock on their door if you know what I'm saying. Right. Hold on, I gotta put on some my new perfume, the Wet Bandits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be great. You could have the uh, South Bend Slayer. That's uh -huh. what, that's what Old that man was one. Shovel guy. Yeah, it just smells salty. Smells like you worked out and you got a good lather on, good sweat. All right, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Wild, Wild Card, Card Wednesday. Wednesday. That's right. Uh, Andrew says, got a two-parter. Which athlete would you want to spend forty-eight hours as? And then same question, but this time for anyone ever. And then he says, my guys at the end. So nice. I like the my guys at the end. That was very nice. What F? Who are you picking? Um, as an athlete, I, I'll just go real simple here. I'd like for 48 hours in his prime, I'd like to be Shaquille O'Neal. Where you just like, you get the ball, you turn around, and every guy in the league is like, oh, God. And you just dunk the most insane 
ridiculous dunk you can think of on their heads, and then they run up the court and they try to dunk on you and you throw their shot in the fifth row. And then when they come back up the court, you dunk on them again. If they don't like it, you shove them into the stands. Like, who was that Knicks player he did that to? Remember that where he like dunked on a dude and then pushed him into the stands and kind of like stood over him? God, like I would just love to be that dominant of a force for two days in basketball. You just show up and ruin everybody's life in basketball. It'd be great. You know who I think I'd pick? I'm going a little off the wall on my pick. Okay. I'm going with Andre Agassi. Oh, wow. Because it's it's one-on-one. It's tennis, yeah. It's tennis. It's one-on-one. I'm great. I go home and... Do it with Brooke Shields before she was talking lazy boys on TV. Who you get to do it with? She's waiting for me. Right. Hot Brooke Shields is waiting for me. What if it's the two days, though, where like she's out of town, you have no tennis tournament, and all you're doing is shooting Canon EOS Rebel commercials? I just walk down the street and pick up chicks. Oh, that's great. Ruin his life. And Brooke Shields hey, gets back. I'm out after two days. Brooke Shields gets back. He's got to deal with the fallout. Who do you think you are, Mr. Feeney? You don't leave I me. I swear it wasn't me. I don't know what happened. I blacked out for two days. <laughs> I'm sure you did. You're the only one who looks like Andre Agassi in this world. You're the reason why I have to do eyelash commercials. That's right. They're falling out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's for the athletes. Now, who would it be as any person ever? Any person ever? Uh, yeah. See, there's so many different ways you could go with this. Can I just be Margot Robbie and just spend my time in front of a full-length mirror <laughs> doing things to myself? Who can says I, can you I can't? Do, can I do that? Who says you can't? Right? All right, that's my Go right ahead. I think that's a great pick. You know what? Margot, time to come out. I'm sorry, I can't make it. Busy. I'm very busy. Very, sorry, very busy. busy. By the way, put some more AA batteries under the door. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm in D batteries. Japanese for losers. I like how uh, your first job would be like you'd show you'd you'd be her and you'd go, "What do I do today?" And you're like, "Got to run to the drugstore and buy some batteries," and then that'd be it. Costco, you got to get right. the big well, pallet. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be wearing out. Come on. Oh. All right, more Wild Card Wednesday. Yeah, that's it. That's hey. it. Hey. I actually have something for you. Mike Florio is oh, making God. blood shoot out of my eyes. Good. I will tell you why. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. The north outer belt at 270 westbound. Before US 23, there is an accident on the right side. Still working to get this one clear. And an accident has cleared from Morse Road westbound between Cleveland Avenue and Walford Street. But traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic afford is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With affordable state minimum coverage, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Term supply. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. On the NRA with fan traffic. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. On campus, all the news and notes you need coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. It's Wild Card Wednesday. No, we do. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I thought you wanted another one. I'm going to tell you right now, this is a perfect example of what you need to tweet us on Wild Card Wednesday. Oh. This came in two minutes ago from Steve, Stubby Steve on Twitter. Let's get wild on Wild Card Wednesday. Your belly button now magically dispenses candy. Okay. What candy would it provide 
And who would you let partake in your belly button treats? Great question. Here are some issues I have already. If the belly button is dispensing the candy, do we assume your belly button still feels maybe not the pain of the candy coming out, but like size of your belly button would have to be a factor in the candy. I'm going to say it's painless. Okay. You don't really feel Do you want to have a giant, like if you're like, I want Reese's cups to come out of there. Well, those, that that's going to be a really large belly button. Yeah. I wouldn't, uh, I'd want a smaller candy. I'd probably go with a peanut butter M&M. I was just going to say, either peanut or peanut butter M&M, that's the biggest I'd go on a candy. And you know what? I'm not going to be picky. If someone comes up to me and says, common man, can I have some belly button candy? Of course. I'll just lift up the shirt and they can they can take what they like. Absolutely. They just have to be comfortable with the concept of belly button candy. I all, I'm yeah, comfortable with it. I'd be comfortable with it. I'd eat it all day. But I also, I would have, I would wonder about like, see, I only know how to push a few things out of my body. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. So... Would there be like a... I don't think you have to push. Oh? It just sort of magically dispenses. Because I was thinking it would be like a regular speed, and then if you're like really hungry, you could like, you know... Bullets? You could kind of like... And like kind of bear down and shoot out a whole pile of candy real quick. I don't know. I'm just thinking about how that might work. I don't know. You're like, maybe you're in a tough spot, and someone's like, you got no gun, you got nothing you can do on me. You're like, oh yeah? And you just shoot m and They're like, these are delicious, and I'm murdered now. How did this happen? I didn't know they could come out at 200 miles an hour. I love that visual. I can't get that out of my head. I would like to amend something on Margot Robbie, by the way. Oh, Because I said last segment, the question was, if you could be anybody for, was it two days? Two days. Who would you be? Anybody in the world ever. And I said I would be Margot Robbie, Mm -hmm. and I would just spend my time in front of a full-length mirror, Yep. and I'd only go out for batteries. I would do that for the first day. What would you do the for the second, second day? day? I'm Margot Robbie. I'm sure has Instagram or Twitter I'm, or something. I'm not familiar, but I'm guessing. Right, I'm you're saying right. I, I go on the gram as Margot Robbie verified account, mm-hmm. and I just say, you know what? Hi, I'm Margot Robbie. I'm interested in girl on girl action. <laughs> okay, please send pics. You know what? I hadn't thought of that. And then you get the pics and wow, invite her over. That's a that's an amazing idea. That's day two. Mm. Day that one. Is- Solo. Solo. Day two. Right. I know what you're saying. Two. Yeah. <laughs> two. Maybe three. Day one. Maybe four. I don't know. Right. Day one, Han Solo is what you're saying. Because you have to imagine. Day two, you're exploring the galaxy. Like the hottest women in the world are going to be wanting to be with Margot Robbie. Well, every I would think there would be lots of women who would want to be with Margot Robbie, but then you are looking for just someone in that moment. You would be able to probably find plenty of people I'm that would sure. strike your fancy. Yes. Is the point. Yeah. That's what I would do. Anyway, this is one of and the, now I can't stop thinking. I'm about telling it. you, this is one of the ideas on this show that you've had that is quite distracting even for me. Well, let me, let me bring you back to reality. Whew, please do picture Mike Florio in that oh, whole thing. God. Oh. That'll nope. that'll ground you it's really all quick. Over now. Thank so you. Mike Flory, I can't I can't take it. And Teddy does it on purpose. You troll me on purpose, Teddy, because you put these stories in the prep every single day. You know that blood is going to shoot out of my eyes. Mike Florio on Pro Football Talk today. Could Sean Payton and Tom Brady join forces in Carolina? Oh, oh. my God! With the Sean Payton and Tom Brady, because Mike Florio was the guy who a year ago said they're going to Miami together. 
And yep. then they didn't, and it was everybody else's fault why they didn't go. Well, Brian Flores' lawsuit means they can't go. Sean Payton's a broadcaster, they can't go. Tom Brady retired, they can't go. Oh, Tom Brady went back to the box, they can't go. But there was always a little wrinkle about how they could go, about how they may still go, and now it's could they go someplace else. He's already said they could go to the Saints. Right. Which makes a whole yep. hell of a lot of sense. That's where I'd want to go to restart everything is let's go to a team that's not very good. Well, no, they'd be great. Oh, yeah. With right. Sean Payton back. and I forgot. Tom, old ass Tom Brady there at 46. And now Tom Brady and Sean Payton are going to join forces in Carolina. Has he heard anything? No. He's just spitballing here. He's just saying, well, it kind of would make sense. I haven't heard any reports saying that's the case. I would like to point out, Mike Florio, I know you're listening. Of course he is. Mike Florio, I'd like to point out, if anybody else had this cockamamie crap that they posted every single day, clearly wanting to be right, clearly feeding their own ego, right, hoping their prediction will come true, you would jump down their throat. And you would say amateur journalism. You're not reporting news. You're inventing news to fit your own narrative. You wouldn't let it go. But because it's you, we all have to listen to it. Well, and not even that. I'll go, I'll go a step further. I believe he's doing this not just because he wants to be proven right, but because he knows how the Internet works. And he is someone who, yes, ju- I know he judges people who do this. Clickbait is a thing. And if you go out there and put Tom Brady... His name is very much in the news and people want to see what's going on with him. Maybe not as many as used to, but it's still a popular search item. Sean Payton will be one of the most Googled topics until he picks an NFL job during this offseason. If he does take one, right? Like that's if you're in the NFL and you care about anything related to the head coaching searches, those that's a name you're going to be looking up. If you're curious about the NFL and wondering where Tom Brady's going to play, people are going to be searching for that. Putting them in the same headline guarantees that article gets more clicks and views than maybe it otherwise would. And that's that's entirely cynical of me. Maybe he really has some good sourcing on that. But my guess is he's doing it for the clicks. Click! So you can say what you want about journalistic integrity and he rips everyone else when they do something like this. You're right. But I guarantee that's part of it too. Is he's just saying, oh, this will help me get more views on the website, which is good business. But just acknowledge that you're not doing the journalism thing either. You're just throwing crap on the wall that hopefully will get you more people looking at your site. You know what happened if Sean Payton and Tom Brady went to Carolina? Poo. Nothing. They'd be, would be bad. It'd be a bad team. They were a seven and ten football team this year, and they they'd wouldn't be, be much seven better than that. Seven and ten yep. football team next year. Absolutely right. They'd be poo. Yeah. I don't I don't think there's any change to that. But you're right. This is going to be an Ted, annoying story the rest of the offseason. Ted, if you give me one of these stories again. You're going to put money in a jar. We're going to have a fine jar. Instead of like a swear jar, we're going to have a Mike Florio jar. I don't want any more Mike Florio stories. I don't want it. I don't care if Mike Florio says, breaking news, Jesus Christ has come back to me in a vision. And he has explained the future of the world and the meaning for all of this. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. By the way, uh, Wildcard Wednesday, real quick, just to follow up. Amerifin tweeted and said, cowtails for the belly button candy. All right, that'd be a. So they'd come out in the big strips. Yeah, strips? but you, would you have to have a slicer? Like, how do you? I mean, I, I guess think you have to have a slicer because you have to. Otherwise, you rip them off. There's just going to be a like one know. of those Play-Doh slicer things. Yeah, sure. You just need a little, even if it's like a little plastic spatula or yeah. something that could yeah. easily cut through that. But yeah, cowtails though, great candy. They Love are. A they are a good candy. I like the bullseye better. 
The bullseye is the caramel little thing that you it's had? The, it's the same ingredients. It's just yes. a different shape. I like the higher concentration of goo. Yeah. All right. Well, that's not bad. I like I, more goo in my mouth. I un, I've always heard you say that. Yeah. All right. Wild Card Wednesday. More of that crap is coming up. And uh, I guess we could talk about jackets and Buckeyes. I guess. I, I guess. I don't know. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. The north outer belt of 270 westbound before US 23. Still watching an accident in that area. It is in the clearing stages, but cars are still slow over here. Plan about a 15-minute backup as things get cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem reports. Terms apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. These two probably should have stayed in their basements. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, I have plenty more of those if you want them. How about Urban's Little Meyer says, if you could only choose one burger, one pizza, one ice cream snack, and one taco or burrito to have the rest of your life, which would you choose? That, that's tough. I need some serious consideration. Let, well, all right. Let's just take one of those because we could go. We could probably come back to this throughout the show. But let's just say you pick a burger, a pizza, an ice cream snack or a taco or burrito. The rest of your life, no modifications and you can't make them yourself. Once you choose, you can have no others. So like if you chose Big Mac. Big Mac's it. You can never go to Five Guys or somewhere else to get a burger. That's your you burger know, the rest of the time. You know my affinity. You love the Big Mac. For the Big Mac. Right. Love it. That's not to say there's not better burgers out there, but that's just a, a comfort it's taste. It's not about better. It's taste about of what home. you like the best. I know. What can I eat the most of? Probably the Big Mac. It's boring, but... Well, there's that... I want to say there's a guy in Wisconsin, I believe. I don't know if he's still with us, but at one point, this guy had eaten a Big Mac... I think three times a day God bless him. since the late 80s or something. And this dude was, I'm not going to break any news here by saying he was a bit weird because he apparently also saved the containers. All right, well, that's strange. He would like wipe them out and make sure they didn't have any like oh, lettuce yeah, cause or stuff. Because that would be weird. <laughs> but he has, it, is, it was cool because they showed his, I mean, cool in a weird way. They showed <laughs> They showed his collection, and they were like, oh, there he's like, here's one from 94. And I'm like, I remember that box. I remember the the old burger the old burger that used to come in that. Sure, that's a different time. It was like a little time travel for me. But maybe that would be how you'd have to approach it, where it's like, yeah, I just love this so much, I could eat it for every meal. Speaking of a different time, I have officially reached the age where I buy something, and then I think, what would this have cost me? in 1997 oh, yes, like i'm i'm that guy now. you're you're very that's a sign of us getting old, i know buddy. so I know. On, on monday i don't normally get fast food for dinner but the kid was not feeling well and i said i would pick her up a happy meal sure for, for dinner right uh so i stopped at mcdonald's got a cheeseburger happy meal got two quarter pounders one for Kristen, one for me and a large fry oh that's... didn't get any drink because we have drink at home sure all right okay Fourteen dollars, which in twenty twenty three, that's as good as you're gonna get. Yeah, for dinner out, right? That's yeah. Fourteen dollars is pretty for a family, right? For a three, we have a three small person family, family, but family still, of three. Yeah, you're doing all fourteen right. bucks, but I did the math. Back in the late nineties, mid late nineties, they had the two for two deal. 
mm-hmm. Quarter Pounders and Big Macs. If that meal were active, that meal in 1997 would have cost me $6. Yeah. Because you get two Quarter Pounders, two bucks, large fry, two bucks, Happy Meal, two bucks. Yes. $6 now, to feed the family. But here's what you got to think about. Percentage of your net income in 1997 versus now. It's a smaller percentage. Well, is it? Probably. Because also back at that time, dumb radio people like you and me. Oh, uh, well, in fair this enough. medium. Right. They were paying a millions. No, no, no. I know. Of dollars. I met you. I met you personally in 97 versus you personally. Oh, now. Well, I was in high school. That's what I so, mean. Right. You didn't have. Right. I know. But I'm saying like, you're right. If we were in radio in 97. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding? Oh, my God. We'd have a show on E. <laughs> Do you think so? Like Howard Stern did? <laughs> you know, I went to that studio. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Years ago, I had a buddy who worked in Radio New York, and he invited me up to the CBS Radio Studios. He works for CBS Radio and has for many years. And so we went into this other studio to, like, record something. He wanted to record with me. But he's like, oh, yeah, over there, they're uh, redoing the st-. It was when Howard Stern got off of CBS Radio, went... I think it was when he was going to satellite. satellite. Who did they get? What washed up rock star did they get? Who ended up? Remember that someone took yes. his show over for like five months no, or something. Didn't, didn't Adam? Didn't Corolla? No, no, no. Take it wasn't. It it, okay, it wasn't when Corolla was doing it. If that's who it was, who am I thinking of? It was. I gosh, know. I can't believe I because can't I think this. it was. I think it was the the rock star. Yeah, and then Corolla okay. took over for the rock star. Yes, because that Teddy, show did not last very me crazy. That show did not it? last very long. Wasn't it David Lee Roth? David yes, Lee Roth. David Lee Roth. Right. Okay, and so that, if I'm not mistaken, that was what they were doing was they were tearing over the studio to like eventually have him come in and take it over. But that studio, they had off to the side, they had some of the like a little separate studio where the E setup was. And I said, "Oh, is that where he shot the TV stuff?" And he said, "Yeah." It's where a lot of that part of the show was shot. So anyway, I actually got to walk through there and see that. You know how they put, you know, plaques on walls when something interesting happened there, something historic. Yeah. Did they have like a little plaque for all the lesbians that have been in that studio? (laughs) No. Stern once had 25 lesbians at one time. Right. Right. You'd think there would be some kind of historic marker, though, of like, this is where Howard Stern did his radio show. Why is that not significant? It would be. Yes. It should be. But also. In the studio where we were recording, which was like a little off production studio, a wall of cart decks were there. Cart decks are like things that you could play. They're like eight track tapes. Yeah, they look like eight tracks and they have a lot of different things on them. You could store a lot at the time. You could store a lot on them. This, they all had like Baba Booey and like they were from the show. They were like things that they would go back and play little old bits and things. Oh, they didn't take them with them to Satellite? Well, this was so. That's if I'm remembering correctly. I don't know if they didn't take all that with them, or maybe it was all digital by that point. And they just had some artifacts hanging back there. But he was joking about it. He's like, "Yeah, I can put these on eBay and probably sell them for a lot of money." I was yeah, like, "No, kidding. you should definitely not do that. Cause you probably get fired." But yeah, you could make a ton of money selling those things. I what should, would uh, what I would pay for those now? I should have stole one. Damn it! Yeah, why didn't you what, steal I don't know one. why I didn't because I was a wuss. That's why. What would the worst thing they could have done? Throw me out of there? I don't work here. You can't fire me. I'm just visiting. Probably get arrested. That'd probably be the thing that would happen. And we're really, you're really circling the drain right now, aren't you? What do you What's mean? What's the worst thing that could happen to me? Well, they could kill me. They could arrest me. <laughs> kill my family. Well, they were going to let David Lee Roth do his show. I couldn't have done anything worse than that. That, would, that should have been punishable by jail. You know, I don't remember it. I'm sure I heard it at the time. I wonder, if Teddy, if there's some clips on YouTube. 
I'm sure of David Lee Ross doing the radio show. There must be. Because did he leave because he just didn't want to do it, or because no, it was I so think the bad? Ra- well, the ratings were terrible, if I'm not mistaken. Now maybe they weren't bad by normal radio standards, but he was being compared to Howard Stern, yeah, who had enough. some of the best ratings of all time. All right, Buckeyes jackets. I promise. No, you don't. Don't Plus, like promises, uh, Trevor Lawrence has impressed me. I'll tell you why. Coming up next, Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. That earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of North Outer about 270 westbound before US 23. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual slowdowns. You'll also find slow traffic on the north side of I 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by the Tile Shop. The Tile Shop is your destination for ceramic, porcelain, and natural stone tile and luxury vinyl tile. Explore a wide range of unique looks and exclusive designs for every style and any project. With inventory available today, visit the Columbus Tile Shop showroom to start loving the home you're in. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Timmy, did you actually say with a straight face during that update that the Jackets are on a two-game skid? Their entire season has been a skid. I did say that, the didn't I? The hashtag for this season should be skid mark. Yeah. I could, also, I could also tell you, just because I was looking at this earlier, they have 28 points, which is way worse than the next worst team in the Eastern Conference. I have it here. Next worst team has 41, and they're tied with the Blackhawks for worst in the whole NHL. Hmm. Yes, but the Blackhawks have played two fewer games. That's right. Games so, in hand. I remember when Seth Jones was going to regret going to the Blackhawks because, man, he wasn't going to be part of this winner they're building here in Columbus. Well, maybe he does regret it. But. Well, he might, but I'm just saying he could have stayed where he was or left. Doesn't matter. Six of one, half dozen the other at this point. Except one of those teams is the Chicago Blackhawks, and one of them is this team. The good news is Blackhawks have 12 wins. Mm. Jackets have 13. Ooh, hey, what are you yeah. going to do about that, Chicago? Because, because the Blackhawks have two more overtime losses. Oh, I see. Hence the, the points. Nice. That's good. Let's go. Let's let's finish worst. You have to. Let's do it. Well, if you're going to do it, do it well or do it poorly. By the way, here's a spicy little thought on mm-hmm. what's going on with the Jackets organizationally. Just just something that I've it's crossing my mind. I'm sure Jackets fans are thinking of this, too. Up at Lake Erie, up in Cleveland, right? That team is trying to make the playoffs. They are still technically in the AHL playoff hunt. But there are so many guys coming down to play for the Jackets. And I mean down geographically, but maybe spiritually as well. I don't know. They're coming down to play for the Jackets. And then because of that, like I I would think when you have young players, you want them to play meaningful hockey games, right? You, you might want, like, a Cole Sillinger, if you're going to send him down, send him down for a playoff run so he can at least fight for something and have some kind of learning curve there about how to win in a big moment, that kind of stuff. Well, if you have so many guys who have come down here to play for the Jackets because they had so many injuries, now you're not at risk of missing the playoffs up there. You won't have a playoff team to send them to. So even that little, just a little silver Aaron, lining to this craptastic season... That may not even happen. Trying to get Tarasov off the ice last night summed up this jacket season in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Where they're trying to pull him for a minute and a half, two minutes, 
They finally got him off the ice with like 30 seconds left to go. Right. Because they couldn't get the puck out of their own damn zone. Typical Blue Jackets. Yeah. Can't can't even get out of their own way. When Cole Sillinger almost scored, though. Well, he almost you know scored. What? At least he played. And then he'll get scratched tomorrow night. <sighs> At least he played. Play the man. Let him play. What are we doing? You're trying to develop this guy. Not ruin his confidence by benching him, sending him down. Well, here's the good news. You got a must-lose tomorrow night. No? Because you're hosting the Ducks. The Ducks have 29 points. Oh, don't win that game. Nope. The Jackets nope, have nope. 28 points. That nope. is the battle of crap. They should yeah. open up the doors to Nationwide and let everybody in for free. It would be hilarious. Don't charge money for that crap. I just, in my head, both teams, they're going to like face off, and then each of their centers is going to pick the puck up and throw it at their own net. You're allowed to do that, right? Sure. You can throw it backwards. What? You can't throw it in the other team's net, but you can throw it in yours. <laughs> they're just going to pick it up and wing it in there. It's like oh, this game's 72 God. to 71 with three minutes to go in I the third. I just got a kick out of that, Tim. He's like, hey, Blue Jacks are on a two-game skid. It's like, oh, is it just two games? What What would Seems we call like it? much more. We should say instead, after a one-game aberration, the Jackets return to their normal routine of losing embarrassingly. That's what this season is. Buckeyes on the road for Nebraska tonight. They desperately need a win. Yeah. Desperately need Speaking a win. Speaking of being on a skid. I just now heard that's a skid. Uh, Chris Holtman in the update saying, this Nebraska team, this is the best one we've ever seen. Okay, fine. You need to beat them. Yeah, I don't You are 20 <laughs> right. and 5 lifetime against Nebraska. You are on your own skid. And this is truly a skid. It's a four game skid. You cannot af- afford to lose this game. You're 10 and 7. You're barely holding on to any sort of postseason prediction. What I saw the uh the ESPN did like a little bubble watch. And the right. last one I saw they had the Buckeyes as a 9 seed. Now, I know there's a lot of basketball left to be played, but we can't just start. We can't toss these losses away and say they don't matter. You're right. You need a victory tonight. Yeah, it's must. It's not must win because you don't get eliminated from anything. Anytime you're on a four game skid, it's a must win. You need win. to win. Yeah, you got to make it happen. So I want to see this team come out and actually show some intensity. Doesn't it feel like we didn't really see that in much of that Rutgers game? And we've well, kind of been missing that left and right here. They played better defense. Anytime you're not hitting your shots, it looks like you're not playing with intensity because you're just not making your shots. So let's play the same sort of defense you played against Nebraska, who was, by the way, like a top 15 defensive team in the country, yeah. whatever it's worth. All right. But when you have open shots, I'm sorry if this is too much to ask. It's like, what's his name for the Cowboys? Make your extra points. When you have open shots, you have to hit open shots if you're a good team. Bill Maher is their kicker. I think that's who you're Bill thinking. Bill Maher? He's yeah. got the Bill politically Maher. incorrect that's show. Right. Yep, absolutely. There you go. Plays on turf. That's what I heard. I heard they brought a kicker in today, Teddy, for a little competition. Oh, yeah, because I heard that they were sticking with him. Well, so. they hope to stick with him. Okay. Oh, that <laughs> was the hope. They're they're bringing an, another guy in just to sort of test him. Maybe they need to have uh, or dress like two kickers. Have him out go out there for the first well, one. If he to, misses it, then say, all right, you, you're, you have you're to make out. sure this guy's mentally strong enough. Yeah. If he's crumpling this week, you know, like Jim Fossil is the special teams coach, right? Yeah. Uh, that, sounds, yeah. that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm talking yeah. to Ted. Yeah. Jim Fossil is a special teams coach. I heard him talking this week saying, yeah, what's his name? Bill Maher is just devastated. He doesn't know what's going on. That's not something I want to hear from my kicker. Well, <laughs> I. I don't blame him for being devastated, but then it's how quickly can you pick yourself back up and 
go out and function as a kicker in the NFL I in know, a playoff it's all, game. It's all mental. I, I want the excuse game. That's what I want. Like, if I were him, I'd be like, there was a gnat in my eye, the first one. Mm, yep. Second one, Holder yelled at me right while I was getting ready to kick it. You should fire that guy. Third one, I had to pee so bad I couldn't kick because I had to pee. Right. You know, fourth one, I had explosive diarrhea. Yeah. That's what happened there. And then I finally was able to get rid of the gnat, got a good holder, peed, diarrhea, and then I made the fifth one. There you go. I think what would be great is they should fly you over there, and when he lines up to kick against San Francisco, you run out on the field in a Niners uniform, and you walk right up to the line of scrimmage, and as he's lined up, you say, hey, Mar, if you could be Margot Robbie for a day, what would you do? And how many times would you do said thing that you would probably do? I got and a then, better idea. And then I, he would be out. He would be so distracted. Maybe, you know what? Maybe it would backfire. Because then he'd be so distracted, he'd just go through the motions and kick it perfectly. But I'm saying that would distract him and once again cause him to miss. Maybe I'd call one of my friends to help him out. Who would you Sports call? Sports psychologist. Fan traffic. From the Hey Dipsh, make your f***ing kicks traffic center. Urban comes. Yeah. That was a... Abrupt cutout there. E plus R equals O. All right, Trevor Lawrence. T-I-C. Speaking of Urban, yeah, Trevor's glad he's gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, it definitely wasn't the coach last year when that offense looked terrible, and now that entire team made the playoffs and won a playoff I game. forget who it was. It was one of, the, one of the Jags players last week was asked about Urban. Or wasn't asked about Urban, was asked about how this team last year was broken, mm. and now here they are playing in the playoffs. And whoever it was, and I forget the name, said, well, the team wasn't broken. The coach was broken. Yeah, that's now, right. Maybe it was a little bit of both, right? Maybe you had the natural progression of some of these younger guys taking the next step, and that would have happened whether or not Urban was in the building or not. But clearly the team believes that one year makes all the difference and a new coach makes all the difference. Yeah, it was uh, Marvin Jones who said Marvin that, Marvin Jones, that's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. He celebrated the big comeback victory this weekend at Waffle House, which I approve of. And I, we wondered, I wonder what Trevor Lawrence gets at Waffle House. Oh, did, did we he, find out? Did he eat food? Yes, he told us. Great. And I'm impressed by this. Again, uh, Tom Brady doesn't eat a tomato. This is what Trevor Lawrence had at Waffle House. Yeah. He says, I got the Texas bacon cheesesteak. Yes. Which I have never had anything other I than even, I never even knew that food. existed, but that sounds amazing. But it's a sandwich. Texas bacon cheesesteak with hash browns and cheese and a pecan waffle. Of course you did. He says, sometimes I'll get the all-star special. It depends how I'm feeling. Now, Trevor Lawrence has shown himself to be a very good quarterback. Do we get a book out of him if he continues to have success? It's like, hi, it's the Trevor Lawrence method. And then he tells you, just go to Waffle House and listen, in the listen to Hillsong on the listen way to, to Waffle Hillsong. House. And then plow through as many plates of Waffle House as you can in the evening. Because I'm told by Tom Brady, that's why he was successful, because of how he ate and all that stuff. Well, now this guy's gone and won a playoff game, something Tom Brady didn't do this year, for what it's worth. So should we just now adopt his whole lifestyle, too? I'm just wondering how this works. Here's my favorite part of the story. According to Lawrence, his wife made reservations at the Waffle House after their game against the Chargers, he said it was maybe the first reservation at Waffle House. Yeah, probably so. But I don't blame her. If Look, man, if you want to go to Waffle House, she's probably right to say, hey, I know this, you don't do this, but 
You know that playoff game that's going on right now? The guy who's quarterbacked it and they won, he wants to eat there. Can you just I can put you on the, the wait table? list, but I'm not going to make a reservation for you. It's against policy. <laughs> right. Call I just, ahead. I think, it, I think it's a worthwhile exception to make. You know what? It, same thing at McDonald's. McDonald's isn't doing reservations, but I guarantee if Michael Jordan was in town and said, I want to get a reservation, they'd probably say, you know what? We'll hold a table for Jordan. That's Have you fine. ever had a sandwich at Waffle House? Hmm. I've been to Waffle House a lot of times. I'm trying to think because I don't want to. Sp- I I don't think I ever have. I, I think have, you and I need to go and have a sandwich. Yeah, you know what? I'll take it back. I it technically is a sandwich. I've had a burger there. Like, well, yeah, that's yeah. a sandwich. But, I've okay. never had anything that's not yeah. breakfast. Yeah, I've had a burger there once. It was fine. Man, well, I mean, run this was, segment no, down. What well, was good? It was good. What do you want? I, I didn't. It was fine. It was a long time ago. Okay, but yeah, I usually go for the breakfast stuff, and I also have a big problem with people who use. Waffle House or places like that as punishment for fantasy football. This new trend where people are like, if you, I lost fantasy football, so I had to sit at a Waffle House for 24 hours. That's not a punishment. That's a joy. I would I'm love with that. You. I would do that in a heartbeat. And then their complaint is, unless I eat a waffle, every waffle you eat, you get an hour off the time. I would be there for six hours maximum. Does it have to be a waffle? Because I'd have problems with the waffle. I'm not a big sweet breakfast guy, but if I could eat a plate of hash browns, how many, plates of, hash, how many plates of hash browns could you put down in, let's say, Give me you, a have, time frame. You, have, you have six hours. How many, could you do one an hour? I could probably do almost two an hour. Oh, so then you are, are we loading anything on the hash browns? It's up to you. Because if, if we're not loading, I mean, I, I take them with crap, but I could eat more if they were plain. If you're telling me just plain hash browns, no a, load, a small portion, they call them no load hash browns at the Waffle House. That's the technical term. So that's Metallica's third album, no load hash browns, <laughs> load reload, no, no load. load, right? Kurt Loader, that's the fourth one. That's just why Kurt Loader. Why did he have Man, to be I, involved? I, I feel like we're missing somebody. Of course we are. We're always missing somebody. Who else is? Uh, now it's gonna bug you. I know. God, yeah. I hate you. Ah, you're welcome. All right, Wild Card Wednesday. Wild Card Wednesday. Wild Card <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> Major League Baseball wants to go to 32 teams. Where will they expand? I will tell you. Coming up next, Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. The North Outer Belt at 270 eastbound at I-71. A serious accident blocking the two right lanes. This injury crash also has the ramp to I-71 partially blocked. Emergency crews are now on scene, but please avoid the area if possible. Traffic is heavily delayed. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson Distribution Center wants you on their team. Ace has CDL truck driver positions. Don't miss out on the chance to drive for one of the best companies in Ohio. Ace Hardware also has excellent benefits. Apply today at careers.acehardware.com. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. The only thing scarier than Bones and allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. So Timmy has challenged me to uh, come up with a list of all of our ping pong sayings. Oh. Because we speak carnival out there and we play ping pong. We, I, have, we have a separate language to talk to each other. It's like listening to two auctioneers. Where if you don't know how auctions work, and it's like, give me a five, give me a five, give me a five. Well, like, is, I, don't, I don't know what's happening there, and that's what it sounds like when I walk out there. Here is a glimpse of just some of the stuff that we incorporate into our ping pong language. Okay. When there's a certain score in the game, 
Sometimes those have names. For example, if it's three serving 11, we don't say 311, we say come original. <laughs> come original. You got to come original. Right. Yeah, a little 311 band reference. When That's it's 711, nice. it's Slurpee. We just say Slurpee. Oh, sure, of course. When it's uh, 18 to 12, we say war. Wait, oh, War of 1812, of course, right. When it's 20 to 12, we say Cusack. Oh, God. Because he was in the movie 2012. Sure, I didn't even, I forgot that movie existed. Then there's other things, like if there's a real sharp angle, we don't say sharp angle, we say Vermont, short for Vermont Cheddar Sharp. That is all right. I would not have picked up on that at all. But I like this. I like I like code words. I'm all about code words and lingo. If there's a ridiculous angle that we can't get to, it's Angela Merkel. We just say (laughs) Angela Merkel. Ridiculous Angela, different than regular Angela, I guess. If uh, like someone gets in your kitchen, he puts it right on the edge of the table. Is that the kitchen? Well, in like baseball, that would be your kitchen. Oh, right. Cause I thought, cause the pitch is inside. He's getting in your kitchen. I can't believe I know this because of my hatred for this quote unquote sport. But in pickleball, I want to say the kitchen is when you're like right up on you're the right. net. That is what it is. Okay. But we don't call it the kitchen. Good. We just say some 41 in too deep. Because oh, like, I'm in too deep. Okay. I didn't. And un- I'm trying to speak. I was waiting for it. I was trying to think what song do they have about the kitchen? I know in MX- too deep. MXPX has a song called Friday Tonight where they talk, they quote the movie Friday and talk about being in the in the kitchen in the GD refrigerator. But I didn't know if you were going that deep with it. Instead, you're going some 41. I got gotcha. you. I'm back. We're so good. anyway, that's just a glimpse yeah. of some of the ping pong language that we have. I like, I, I've always been a big fan. When I was a kid, my dad bought one of those handheld CB radios because mm-hmm. we would go on road trips every summer. We'd go out to New Jersey to see my dad's family. My mom's family's all from around here for the most part. So we'd go out there and he'd give us this radio. And it was like at the time when we didn't have cell phones, it was like, man, in case we're in an emergency or something or there's horrible traffic, you could flip it on and find out what's going on. But me and my brother, of course, would just listen to these struggles like, hey, come on back. Got a big old Jimmy Rig coming up 742. And you're just like, I don't know what any of this means, but it's fun. I'll tell you what it means. I know. What I it, just I know what killed a prostitute at the truck stop. I know that's what you think they do. You th- Again, this is the brain that I've learned you have. Your your mind is metro parks are for having sex. The wilderness is also for having sex. Being a trucker is for having sex and then murdering the person you just had sex with. <laughs> this is how your life is. You have a tablet that's just for watching people have sex. There's no legitimate reason to like own a tablet other than to watch people have sex on it. Uh. Yeah, yeah this is, you know what? You've, you've broken me down, buddy. I, I know. This is what everything is with you is it's like, oh, yeah, that thing, that's good for sex. It's like, no, I, <laughs> I actually was meaning like they're shipping sustenance for the United States, like all of our food and uh, wares. They travel on these trucks and trains. No, that's just where people go to have sex or to die after they've had sex. Right. The world revolves around sex for you. What, so, can, I, what can I tell you? Lay down on the couch. Let's talk about your mother. No. Not time for that? Okay. Well, you know what? Mom, maybe if you didn't show me your tots when I was a young, impressionable youth. <laughs> you say that like she walked around and was like, give him a look. Like, no. She was, she, I know. She walked around without a bra on. I'm just saying this was not, 
This was not, what are you doing, stepson? Like, this was not that no, situation. No, it wasn't that at it was, all. No, but it was, you it, were just... Can I tell you something? It's never acceptable. No, of course not. Never. But you were in a hotel room, and she just was changing, and you saw it. And that was too much. And I, you know what? Go in the bathroom and change. Exactly right. Let me tell you something. All these parents out there, it's like, ah, they're seven. They won't remember. Yes, they will. They will remember. That's good. That's, no, you, you know what? Honestly... I appreciate something about my childhood that I had not really thought about till just now. Because in our house, it was me, my dad, my brother, there's three boys, and then my mom. And everyone in our family, but especially mom, like, if she had to blow her nose, the, the bathroom door, she'd go in there, shut the door, lock it. Like, there was never a time where I was accidentally going to walk in the bathroom while my mom was in there. Like, showering, using the bathroom, Blowing her nose, nothing you, like putting makeup on. There, mom? No, she's just, I'm just blowing my nose. Right? No, you, I'm just saying. And so then I just thought that's how everyone lived. And so no. I locked the door all the time when I went in the bathroom because I just thought that's As what you, you did. That's what you should do. Well, yeah. But then I married someone who I found out no one ever at her house ever locked doors. They well, all marriage is different. No, 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 no. I'm saying Melissa's family doors were open. Oh constantly for those for like bathroom act no one cared and i just always found that weird I mean, no one cared like mom and dad get busy they leave the door open no, not that but like you know dad's going to take a shower oh i didn't know we're doing their shower is where you were going <laughs> shower well and maybe a, <laughs> a, a shower a shower and a shave as another you don't know i could have been anything right anyway i'm just saying that she was like you locked the door when you would take a shower at your house. I was like, yes, I did. I don't not because I thought it was going to happen. I just didn't want anybody to accidentally walk in there. I didn't like that. So I didn't. I so now we just our two worlds collided on that. I had no idea people lived like that. All right, Major League Baseball wants to expand to thirty-two teams. It will happen eventually. I think they want to figure out what they're doing with Tampa and what they're doing with Oakland because they could relocate those two teams and then expand. Sure, uh, I think the A's will go to Vegas. I don't know what the Rays will do. They'll probably stay and get something worked out. Uh, However, I'm reading an article on The Athletic where they're talking about expansion. And it's down to two cities that are really hot and heavy for Major League Baseball. All right. It's Portland. It says plans are already underway for a 32-seat stadium. I got it. Yeah. Uh, The city is in, and so are investors. And... Where does everybody go for everything now? And that is Nashville. Nashville, of course. Nashville. Uh, Don Mattingly, I think, is in on this. Dave Stewart, former mm. pitcher, sure. is in on this. Yeah. They already have a name picked out. Oh, what's the name for the Nashville the team? Nashville Stars. Oh, come on. Because you go to be a star. No, you can't. When you're in Nashville. There's already the Dallas Stars. You can't do that. Well, that's a different sport. It's this a is different sport. The but you... Nashville Star. I think it should be called the Nashville White Dresses with Cowboy Boots, Drunken Chick at a Bachelor Party. Bachelorette Party. That's what I think it should be called. Yes. The Nashville Traffic Snarls Caused by People Going, It's Her Wedding Day! <laughs> that, that's what it should be called. Yes. You're allowed to walk out in the street if you're I'm about to get married. married. Jaywalking's allowed. There's like a woman like just sucking face with three different dudes. And it's like, it's her wedding day. Let her live. She's supposed to do this. Okay. All right. All right. That seems a little odd. Sorry. Her husband's going to do it too. Okay. Okay. Carry on. Live. live your life. Carry on, Mr. Feely. Sorry. 
Did you have to do it in the middle of the traffic light? Like right in the middle of the intersection? No one can drive because you're all just making out right now. I'm on vacation. That's right. I have to get to work. Yeah. I live here. You're visiting. I work at the hotel that you're going to destroy. I'm going to have to clean up after you. The bathroom you are about to make unusable for months. I will be the one who has to report that to my manager, but I can't do that until I get to work. Uh, Things could get ugly for the Florida Gators. Details next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident. Still blocking the two right lanes in the north outer belt to 270 eastbound at I-71. This injury crash has the ramp to I-71 blocked as well. Keep an eye out for the emergency crews that remain on scene. You might want to avoid this if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson Distribution Center wants you on their team. Ace has a variety of warehouse positions and shifts available up to 9 to 25 per hour plus incentive bonus. Ace will provide excellent benefits. Apply today at careers.acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, I've got plenty of those for you here. So I want to start off with Luke, who tweeted us. And this is apparently in reference to yesterday, Mike, because we were talking about the the, uh, 118-year-old nun who passed away yesterday. She was the oldest person in the world. She passed on. And we were just talking about how, you know, I wonder who's next, who's the oldest person now. They're going to have to figure that out. But Luke Morrison tweeted us and said, my great-grandmother, Doris Morrison, is 108 years old. Wow, Lives congratulations. Here in Ohio. Yeah, good for you. Mrs. Good for Morrison, her. congratulations to you. I also think Doris Morrison is a, like, cool name. It's, it's rhythmic. It's nice. It's like, I, it, it, it rolls off the tongue. I want to know more. Is she enjoying her time? Well, you know what? Let me go find the uh, tweet again, because he tweeted an article about her oh and i need to i didn't pull that up but let me try to because i I forgot this yesterday but the the nun 118 year old french nun who died yesterday we talked about her before because i think it was at her 116th birthday party her wish when someone else blew out the candles for her Mm -hmm. was to die oh no that's, He's like, everybody I know is dead. She said this in French. Everybody I know is dead. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I wish I was dead too. Yeah. I'm sure there does come a point where you're like, all right, oh, I got it. Oh, merd. That's just now, see me, I grew up in uh, in the faith where you 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 go on after this life and you live for eternity. Well, you know what? That's a, that's nice. I hope that's what it is. Well, you know what though? Freaked me out. Because it did? Oh, yeah. I would be very comforted. You would be? Yes, well, I Well, you'd be very comforted to know if there's nothing, too. You just want to know what's at the I, end. I want to know what it is. But right. I, I assume that, you know, if you do live for eternity, you're not going to have the same irrational fears. No. And, I mean, it's just it's just peace all the time. And But, I mean, we've all gotten sick of a job at some point, or maybe you've lived at a place, and you're like, I got to get I'm out gonna, of here. I'm going to say if there is an afterlife, he or she, whoever's in charge, has worked that out. Okay, my point is that still freaked me out where I was like, all right, like a hundred years, a thousand years, eternity. I'm not, I'm not up for that. Um, anyway, longtime Colerain resident Doris Morrison is feeling grateful as she celebrates 108 years of life this weekend. This is from July of last year. So she'll turn, uh, whatever that would be, 109. is the next, next year. Sorry, I, I lost track of how old she was. My bad. She was born July 10th, 1914. All right. She said she has a lot to look forward to this year and is proud to say that she maintains her own home, which she's lived in for nearly 90 years. Excellent. Again, live, good for her that Fantastic. she gets to still live at home. Lived there for 90 years. I assume she lives alone? 
Uh, I believe Grandpa's so. Not around? Uh, yes. Uh, I always yeah, think of that said, when it's like Joan London for a place for mom. Right. It's like a place for mom because dad's dead. Well, yeah, that's that's what that are. That's what I usually get from that one, too. It says she grew up on a farm in Brookside before meeting her future husband, David, and marrying him in 1935. They moved into the home on Maple Lane, where she resides, still resides, shortly after their wedding. Although Doris couldn't remember the exact year, David died some time ago from a form of bone cancer. So that's how she's so old. Right. Like, like, I, I, he died. It was a while. I, it was a whenever, while. I don't know what it was. Look how old I am. Let's focus on that. So what if I can't remember what year it was my husband died? You mentioned, did you notice that I moved here right after we got married and I still live here? Again, she got married in 1935. Let her live, man. Anyway. I'm glad um, she's had a wonderful life. I hope she has. Yeah, no, it says that she's quick-witted. She still gets around the house with the use of a cane. So, like, she's still mobile and has... Like, good. This Excellent. is awesome. I, I am happy to hear about that. So, anyway, that was a nice story by Luke. I appreciate you sending that along. Uh, what else do we have? I, real go quick ahead, sidebar. Yeah. I have had this conversation with my wife. Uh, you know, we, we discuss what we think is out there, what happens when we die. Right. You know, and you say like those little loving things to each other where it's like, I, I hope we die at the same time. But the reality is, I don't hope we die at the same time. And I've, oh. to- I've sort of told her this, and she gets mad at me. I want to spend eternity with her, if there is an eternity right. after this. Right, sure. I do. I love this woman. I can't imagine being with anybody else long term. Long term. But if there is fun time, happy fun time out there, mm. I'd like to kick it a couple years before she does, <laughs> so that I can... You know, right. en- enjoy myself up there do before you, I'm tied to her for all eternity. Do you think you'd have uh, carnal desires in heaven? Because I don't. That's what I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know either. But I mean, I guess it wouldn't matter because if you didn't, you wouldn't care. Exactly right. Right. But if you did, then then well, there'd obviously be ways to satiate those desires. I would assume. Yeah, I would think so. But Ooh. if if we die at the same time, I can't do that. She's like, yeah, it's really sad my husband died. And then he'd be like, well, why are you so angry? Because like, Margot Robbie died on the same damn day. Why? I think I can't have both of them up there now in heaven. But figuring that out. She gets angry with me because she says, does the same deal apply for me on earth? And I said, no, you have to be celibate for the rest of your life on earth. But what? in heaven, I can do whoever I want. Oh, no, I told I told Melissa, if I if I go, whenever I go, I assume I'll die before her. I'm like, go good, right. Good go, go have fun. Go go do oh, whatever. No, you, I don't, no, I don't want do that. whatever you got to do. I have threatened her. I say, if you're you're <laughs> intimate with a man, as soon as you close those drapes and turn those lights out, you're going to start to hear things banging. I'm going to be knocking on doors, writing messages and blood mm. on the mirror. I'll be haunting the hell out of you. What if you can't and you actually find out? You're like, oh, I'm in heaven. I made it. And they're like, yeah, there's a big screen TV right up there. And then you look up and it's your wife. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, who's that gentleman? Why am I watching this? And it's like, you're not in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Right. Yeah. That's how they get you every time. Uh, Jordan, the Hoff says me amigos. What would your mortal combat style fatality be? If you could finish him without consequence, didn't we just do this? I, I thought we had which mortal combat character would you be? Cause that was where you said you would be Chun Li. No, that's street fighter. Not we're talking street fighter. Oh, right. Wrong. Sorry. Wrong video. I swear. I thought we just did this. Did we do this? I think he's recycling. Well, you know what? I admire the environmental consciousness, but 
Yeah, if you're recycling. So in real that. life, how would I finish people? Yeah, how would you do that? Do you have like we? I I don't like blood, so I, none of these would really be good for me because I like I'm going to reach through your stomach and pull your spine out and then laugh at you. I no, what? I don't have a desire to do that. I think you get do. used to it after a while. I do, I would do like you know the second Indiana Jones. I would reach in, pull your still beating heart out, oh, and light yeah. it on fire. Mm. I I actually would do the Dumb and Dumber like Jim Carrey, where I reach in, grab your heart, and then put it in a doggy bag, wrap it up, and give it back to you. Little comic relief right at the end for you. She's like, this is but so you're funny. Still dead. You're still dead, but I go out with a laugh every time. All right, what did I tease? Who cares? I don't remember. Oh, the Florida Gators thing. Oh, I remember now. We uh, we already talked about this guy. There's a four-star recruit. He signed up with the Gators. He was promised $13, $13 million, million dollars, yeah. from an NIL sponsorship. I guess that flamed out. And so even though he signed on signing day, he wants to get the hell out of there. So he'll probably school the, if, sue the school. It'll get very ugly. And this is bad for Billy Napier and Florida. The end. Back to this. Okay, good. Um, I've got a lot of people saying the Texas bacon cheesesteak plate is the way to go is it really at waffle house All i right. had multiple people who said this is a great thing and you should try i it. may go tonight uh jev says texas bacon cheesesteak plate double hash scatter smothered covered that's the way to go it's the only thing i get at waffle house now and now i've got another one from jeremy which is not advocating the texas bacon cheesesteak but he says here's another thing you should try at waffle house sausage egg cheese hash brown bowl so all that in a bowl topped with sausage gravy and chili. And then he says, wow. yes, chili sounds like it would be bad, but it's fantastic. That's a lot of stuff. An old boy from Kentucky gave me that pro tip a few years back. It's amazing. So apparently that's the thing to order at Waffle House. I've never thought of putting all that in a bowl. I do always enjoy food that look the same going in as they do coming out. That would. And I assume that would. You know what, though? I like all those things individually. Maybe I'd like them all together. Or maybe not. Um, do you it want is, more? No, I got to take a break. Okay. It is Wild Card Wednesday. More to come. But next, all the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Heavy slowdowns expected on the north outer belt to 270 eastbound at I-71. Still watching an accident blocking the right lane. The crash also blocks the ramp to I-71. Please be careful. Emergency crews are on scene and traffic is stop and go from Route 315. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on certified Angus beef boneless New York strip. Sold whole in a bag. Just $6.99 a pound now through January 24th. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Hey. On campus, all the news and notes you need coming up in mere moments. T-Bone's going to give away a prize. Oh, well, yeah. T-Bone's going to give you away know a what? prize. I was going to do that during the on campus. If that's okay, oh, I didn't really oh, explain wait. that to you. That's okay. It's okay. Right. It's okay. It's my all bad. Right. guess we're just uh, free-balling it. All right. Well, I'm free. I saw this. Free Here's how we're doing it. 614-821-9710 is the phone number. The Ohio State women's basketball head coach gave an update yesterday on J.C. Sheldon. More on that in a moment. What is the OSU women's basketball coach's name? If you are the correct caller, 614-821-9710, you get that right, you will win two tickets to a sweet night with me Monday night at the shot 
OSU women, number two team in the country, undefeated, taking on Iowa, Big Ten action. Let's go. Jim Foster. No. No. Nancy Darsh, also not correct. Hmm. Nope. Pat Summit. Nope. Not, never coached Gino Oriema. Never coached here. Those two, no likey. No? Oh, that was a big rival. Yeah, Pat Summit, Gino Oriema. Well, I mean, she's dead now. No, but when she was alive, they used to like, I didn't know if he was like going to the cemetery and spitting on her corpse. But like, Pat Summit was very dignified and would be like, I am not a huge fan of the way everything runs with his program and I have some concerns. And his response would be that she's cheating and I know it and you should report on it. Like, so it was always like she would try to be like the dignified Southern woman. He was Jimbo Fisher. Yes. And he he was, he won things. Unlike Jimbo Fisher. (laughs) Unlike Jimbo Fisher. Right. In this argument, both the people involved won lots uh, as evolved to the uh, Jimbo Fisher thing where one of them won a lot and the other one did not. Oh, Jimbo won. Once. Once. Yeah. Not a lot. Not now. Got it. On campus. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by the O on Lane, your local gather spot for pizza, sports, and all things on and around campus. All right, so uh, the news that I was just giving you earlier and was hinting at, Kevin McGuff, the OSU women's basketball coach. The crime dog. Yeah. Kevin McGuff gave an update yesterday saying that J.C. Sheldon, who is star player for the Buckeyes, she's been injured for the better part of a month here out of a few games. He said yesterday she is getting closer to a return and they hope to have her back sooner than later. So not much of an update, but an update that she is going to be back and they're hoping that she'll be good to go a little bit later on this season. But I just want to point out OSU women second in the country, 18 and 0. I didn't stutter. That's the record. They lost Madison Green. She's not playing right now. J.C. Sheldon, she hasn't been playing for like the last month or so. And they're still two of their starters out, still undefeated. Just trying to put in perspective how good this women's basketball team has been this year. So hopefully you get out there and watch them on Monday night if you can make it. But how could they possibly it. compete if half of their lineup is hurt? Right. How could they? How could they possibly compete? you can't do that. Let's call Yarmo. Right. You actually, why didn't they just cancel the season and try to get the number one pick? That's what they should have done. Anyway. Um, all right. Moving on. Uh, this is from the football side of things. TCU is targeting Kendall Bryles. Arkansas offensive coordinator is expected to take on the same role with TCU. So he would be moving up. I would say go over Arkansas to TCU. Maybe years ago, you might not say that. I assume a this is Art's son. Lateral move. Yes. Kendall Bryles right. is Art Bryles' son. Uh Pretty good offensive coordinator. They're hoping to bring him in. So that's what TCU is looking to do there. Uh, Also, Walker Howard, who is transferring out of LSU, now going to go to Ole Miss. He is a quarterback. And if I'm not mistaken, he is the quarterback that Brian Kelly did that goofball video with when he was recruiting. And they were standing on like a little circle with a light under it. And they were dancing and a circular camera was going around him. Anyway, that quarterback... He's a, uh, now, he will be a redshirt freshman. He has announced he's moving on and is going to be spending his time at Ole Miss. He was a four-star prospect and the top uncommitted quarterback in the portal, according to the 24-7 sports rankings on such matters. Uh, Michigan co-offensive coordinator Matt Weiss has been placed on leave, admitted an investigation for computer access crimes. What do we think this is? Uh, we think I, this is... I don't know. Like... 
hacking confidential information, or do we think it's like Jared Fogle, the subway guy? I don't know, and I—I I mean, I have—I have no idea what it could be in that regard. I guess maybe there's a possibility of throwing this out there. They did have some recruiting violations, right? That Michigan is involved with as of right now. That was part of the Jim Harbaugh thing, as we were saying. Maybe he'll go to the NFL. Yeah. Because they're, well, I'm just saying, I wonder if maybe he tried to access a computer to try to clean some stuff off of it. I don't know. I would guess. Well, the, that the, stuff feds, the feds are involved in this, right? Well, that's what I'm. Well, once you go access someone else's computer, right? I mean, then that's that becomes a much bigger crime, I would say. I don't know. I mean, we have no idea what this is about. I'm just throwing it's bad random news, speculation out there. Yeah, not good at all. So this is a yeah very big deal. He was promoted to co-offensive coordinator along with the offensive line coach, uh, Sharon Moore, in 2022, following departures of Josh Gaddis, uh, where he was he left early last year, and then these guys came up and were moved in. This was 2021. Weiss was the quarterback's coach under Harbaugh there. So anyway, now you know that. And North Carolina basketball recruiting five-star guard Ian Jackson has committed to Tar he- to the Tar Heels for the 2024 class. So it's a big get for them. That is the number one ranked recruiting class in the country. Second five-star commitment that they have after already getting the uh, number, I guess, number one overall player previously. So, yeah, that's they're doing okay down in North Carolina, I would say. I have some more uh, on-campus notes for you. Oh, okay. Arkansas mascot Tusk the Razorback, mm-hmm. the hog, has died at the age of four. If oh. you're wondering how long Razorback hogs live, I looked this up. How long do they live? Four seemed young to me. The uh, life expectancy is 10 to 15 years. Oh, wow. And this dude only lasted four years. I suspect foul play. Do because, you? well, that's what would happen in the old days where... You know, the, the kings and queens would have to check their back all the time because their own relatives were trying to kill them. Because if they died, then they ascended. Yes, right? of course. So I saw that Tusk's brother is now going to be the new mascot. Mm. So maybe the brother's like, if I get this idiot out of the way, then I become the Razorback that everybody knows and loves. Well, right, because I assume if you're a Razorback in Arkansas... Most of your other friends in the Razorback community come to you and are like, hey, man, are you an Arkansas Razorback? You say, yes, I am. And you go, I'm yeah, but the. Are you the Arkansas yes. Razorback? And he would have to say, well, not technically my brother is, but I'm, 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 right there. I'm, I'm the next guy. If he dies, and they're like, it'll yeah, be me. You're not the, there's only one. You're not the Arkansas Razorback. And Ohio State came in and was like, you can't call yourself that because that's trademarked. Well, they don't care about that. No, the, oh, you mean the, the, that's trademarked. Yeah, can't say yeah. that. Yeah. So then they came in and shot. The, that's who killed him. Actually, I want to say it was Ohio State compliance people came in, killed the Razorback, and now you have a new Razorback. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, chances we actually, barstool odds on chances we do the rundown today. Zero. Plus 1,000. Right. Yeah, there you go. Put your money down now. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. A big problem area to watch out for. You'll find an injury crash on the right side of that north outer belt of 270 eastbound at I-71. All lanes have reopened, but the ramp to I-71 does remain blocked. Emergency crews are on scene. Please avoid the area if possible. It's going to remain closed until further notice. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With affordable state minimum coverage, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Terms apply. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Man is needing his dough. Take that for what it's worth. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Hey, do you know, T-Bone? Yes. Do I know what? The, what the official sports book of this show is. Um, I am very confident to say that it is Barstool Sportsbook. You are correct. Yes. It is Barstool Sportsbook. When it's all built out, because they're building a beautiful Barstool Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino here in town. We will be there mm-hmm. greeting you during yeah. doing broadcast. They're still building it, but that doesn't mean you can't bet because Barstool has a fantastic app. They do very much so. I'm actually on it right now because one of the things I've been doing lately with the Barstool Sportsbook app where I've been placing my bets, I have been doing okay on the NBA parlays. So what I do is I find three or four of like the biggest... I don't know, like the, favorites, the biggest favorites in the NBA on a given night. And I just parlay like all of those together. So like I hate to say it tonight, Cavs at the Grizzlies, no Donovan Mitchell tonight. Cavs are big dogs. And so you, you love John Moran. Yeah, but I'm taking, I mean, I, I didn't want to go against the Cavs, but I saw that injury and I was like, well, I'm not really going against Cavs. I'm going against a team that has lost one of its stars. So I'm taking like the Grizzlies because they're big favorites. I parlayed that with the Nuggets over the Wolves. I've got, what's the other one I put in here? Jazz and Clippers. And then I threw in a couple closer ones. But like, I like to put three or four of those big favorites together. And nine times out of ten, that's been working out for me. It may not work so out for T-Bone you. So T-Bone guarantees no, that I you'll don't. win money. No, I don't. If you do what he does. Here's the thing. As soon as I reveal what's been working for me, the second I say it, guaranteed to fail. So just know that will fail tonight. Well, whether you succeed or fail, we hope you do it. On Barstool Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. By the it way. sounds like a commercial. It is. You know what else I've done? What? I like to throw in a rando with three or four NBA parlays or like if I'm doing three or four NHL games, I'll throw in something else pretty random. So I I have, uh, I want to say it's Casper R- Rude huh? to defeat Jensen Brooksby in the Australian Open. In oh, tennis. Okay. I threw that in as part of the parlay because Casper Rude is do, a big favorite. Do you know of Casper Rude? Never heard of either of these people in fan. my life. But he's minus 295. So I was like, you know what? Throw him in there. Spice up the parlay a little bit. Give me All some better right. odds. I don't know if that'll work, but we'll find out. Uh, it is Wild Card Wednesday. <laughs> that has dominated most of the show so far. So... Let's do the rundown and just do more Wild Card Wednesday. Common Man and T-Bones, the rundown. The rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center, part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. There's really no big breaking news today here in a nutshell. Uh, Jackets lost last night because that's what they do. They will play the Ducks tomorrow in the Battle of Crap. Ducks are one of the worst teams in the league. Jackets are one of the worst teams in the league. Buckeyes play Nebraska tonight. Coverage starts at 6 right here on the fan. Bucks have lost four in a row. This is a must-win situation. I know maybe you think that's silly to say on January 18th. You've lost four games in a row. This is not a good basketball team. Yes, I know you're going on the road, but if you can't win this game, then I guess you can't win any Big Ten games. 
Right. Must win tonight. Catch all the action right here. All right. Wildcard Wednesday. Uh, so Matt says, my Dildaroonies finally had my first what's in the bag what's in the bag experience at Taco Bell yesterday for lunch. What have been your favorite or most memorable what's in the bag experiences? The bag? Now, if you don't know what's in the bag, it just means you get to your food, they hand you a bag, and probably if you're a fatty, fat, fat ass like Mike and I, you know that bag does not weigh what it usually weighs. For my normal order, there's more food in here or there's different food in here than there should be. But you drive away, you open up and say, what's in the bag? And you see what's in there. So I don't know. If, I know you have had plenty of what's in the bag. I'll tell you my best one. But I've got one when you're done. I've got my, one too. My best one was at McDonald's. I think I ordered like a regular quarter pounder meal. Mm-hmm. What I got, and I knew it was not my order because it was much heavier than my order, but I'm going to take it. Right. Sorry. It's not my fault, person behind me. This is the restaurant's fault. It was one quarter pounder, one Big Mac, and two sausage McMuffin with <sighs> eggs. What? Wow. It was like hitting the jackpot. What a joyful jackpot. experience. Oh, my gosh. The only thing missing was a fry or some sort of hash brown deep fried potato. I would yeah. like to have had that. Of course. But that was the jackpot for me. I really want to find out who, what cardiologist has, like, paid for three different patio options at their house off of that one customer. Because if that guy's eating that every day, watch out. But you know what? Let him live. I actually have a little story for you. Oh. At this particular McDonald's, mm-hmm. the one where I got the jack, yeah, jackpot, yeah, jackpot, what's in the bag, yeah. uh, I noticed several times in one of the parking spaces right by the drive through there is a car there with many... Let's say patriotic bumper stickers. Okay, sure. Okay. Whatever. One of the bumper stickers proudly declares, I was at January 6th. Okay. 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 All right. So then I'm thinking to myself, like, is this a customer who's just there a lot? Is this someone who works? Because I've seen this car multiple times, right? Yeah, right. One day I pull up, the person who's handing me my food has a lapel pin on. That says I was at okay January sixth. Okay, I'm quite sure that's against McDonald's corporate policy. I'm guessing it is. I'm guessing it is. I I tried to commit an insurrection. Well, he said he was there. Well, okay, fair enough. He may be You're proud right. of the Could insurrection. Been, he, well, you know what? But he did, maybe he didn't maybe do it. He anything. was there and was just like I didn't. I didn't. I just watched them do it. And maybe you know what? Maybe he watched in terror. He was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I was there. I'm, I'm guessing no. Right. I, w- I would assume if you felt that way, like most people who were in New York on 9-11 were like, I got it. I was at 9-11 bumper still. Like you don't put that on anything. You're like, that was the worst day of my life seeing something that horrible. Not let's celebrate. <laughs> I was at 9-11, but in smaller print, I was one of the jihadists. Right. right. That would be also no, not good. Don't no. do that. Don't do that. What's in no. the bag? Uh, my what's in the bag for what it's worth. I was at, now this is, you get a lot of good what's in the bags, at least in my experience, yours may vary, at Popeye's. Oh, absolutely. So, so I had the best Popeye's ever. It was many years ago where I ordered a, because at this time I was fooling myself about what I was doing at fast food, I was like, I'm going to go, but I'm going to moderate. So I'm going to get three chicken tenders and just the tenders, not even a box with the fries or the 
You try and eat healthy. Sides. Yeah, well, I was like, I'll just get three tenders and some sauce and a drink. That's what I'll get. So I get the bag. Not only is it not three tenders, it is five tenders. Mm. It is French fries. It is a biscuit. And it is four apple pies. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh. I'll tell you, best I ever had at Popeye's yeah. was I ordered the five tender meal. Okay. And I got nine. Which that's not a that's not like what's in the bag is like oh they got your order wrong that's we just put as many tenders as we felt like was necessary well, in you the know box what? there have been times where I've gotten three well that's what I mean like sometimes it evens out this particular time I got nine but nothing tops the time where I ordered the chicken sandwich and got the bun and the pickle with no chicken <laughs> <laughs> they they didn't put the chicken <laughs> inside the chicken sandwich I love that. I I, love I did that. not love that. No, I, I would guess you wouldn't. It's just a funny story where you say, yeah, I want this. That's hashtag. That's so Popeye's. Right. I, I have had an experience once with a, it was a McDonald's where we ordered um, a burger plain and we got just the buns and we thought like, well, did they think we meant like the whole thing plain? Like we meant just the, we do want the meat. We don't want every, I was behind something on the meat. Taco but, Bell once who was attempting to order a, a chicken taco. Okay. With just chicken. Sure. This confused the staff. Okay. So I'll take a chicken taco, just chicken. Or I'm sorry, no. Chicken taco, just lettuce is oh, what he said. Oh, just lettuce. Chicken taco with just lettuce. And that would confuse me too. Well, it confused the person. I said, no chicken? I said, right. no. A chicken taco. With chicken. With just lettuce. And then lettuce on top of that. Right. No chicken. And then finally I had to say... Because the only other thing on a chicken taco is the cheese. That's it. Sure. Right? right. I say he just wants chicken and lettuce. Better way to say that is chicken taco, hold the cheese. You could say that, yes. and then you'd get the same result. Right. When I, again, we're just talking fast food now, but I was reminded of this. My middle child, Ava, when for many years when we'd go to Taco Bell, she wanted a beef taco, but with just lettuce and the beef, no cheese. Okay. So I would always say, you know, soft taco, no cheese. That's how we get that. But at home, she, when she was like four, she would say, I want a beef taco, no salad or salad only, meaning just she wanted lettuce on it. And so one time I'm at the drive through and I'm like, yeah, I'll have a beef taco salad only. And they're just like, excuse me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I forgot. I was, I, I'm just talking to a four year old all day and I forgot how to talk like an adult for five seconds. But I, I do like it when you get the mix up of Taco Bell because that is a difficult bag to weigh, in my opinion. Yeah. And you can get like, I ordered three tacos and a quesadilla and I got 17 tacos and I couldn't tell the difference. Well, my theory is if you like Taco Bell, you like everything at Taco yes, Bell. Agreed. And if you don't like Taco Bell, then you like nothing. And honestly, if you don't like Taco Bell, why are you listening to this show? Uh, let's go with more of the wild cards. Uh, I have Abby. We were talking about this earlier about if our spouses died. Yeah. You say if your spouse did anything after you died with another person. I'd, I'd haunt her. Right. And I said, I told I told my wife, go right ahead. Do whatever you got to do. Totally fine. I mean, you could do it as long as you can do it successfully with me just taunting you <laughs> from beyond the grave. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, Abby, who listens to our show every day, said, I told my kids if I go first, it's okay if my husband brings his next wife to the funeral because I know he can't live by himself. So she's saying her husband would move on so quickly that it'd be like, she died, he'd find the new lady, marry her, and then she'd be at the funeral. I know a couple people 
Well, never mind. You know what? I know where you're going. And never that's, I got it. Mind. I totally got it. Um, and this one I think we'll end this segment with. Zach said, my guys, did you know it's impossible to hum while holding your nose? I did not know this, but I figure like, I think, I think we should try because I, I don't, I, I don't believe my nose. What? I can't. I have a thing. What? No one is ever allowed to touch my nose, pinch my nose. You are not anyone. You are you. No, it I can't. Your nose. No, no, no. Because I'll be sniffing and I'll feel like there's something stuck the whole time. No one. Are you serious? I cannot squish my nostrils what? together. Are we? I've worked with you no. for 10 years. Well, now you know. And all this time, if you I wanted to control me, all you had to do devising ways to touch your no. nose, and I've never thought to do Even this. Even my daughter, when she was a little tiny baby and had no idea, I would never let her squeeze my nose. She would start to do it, and I would say, "No, I will put you up for adoption. <laughs> Don't you ever squeeze my nose." What's adoption? Like I like she couldn't those, talk yet. Right? But oh, okay, good. That's how little she good was. To threaten her with I will leave she won't you understand. in a basket on the <laughs> steps of the Goodwill. Don't squeeze daddy's nose. All right. I guess it's up to me. Go ahead. Do it right for, now. This is for science. Go All ahead. right. So I'm going to pinch the nose. Pinch nose is tight. pinched. Pinching. I mean, I'm doing it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, something's coming out. <laughs> I love that All right. Sound. Here's a normal hum. <laughs> it's much easier with your nose. I acknowledge it's much easier. Teddy, Teddy, Teddy you do it. I'm a voice pro. I mean, we talk all day, so I kind of know how to make try stuff it, come right, out. Here's of there. the. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> Leanna. I want to hear Leanna do it now. It does sound like someone is being choked to death in the background. That's kind of what it sounds like. Leanna, go. It sounds like she just passed those, out. It sounds like one of those trumpets where you have the little <laughs> muffle thing on the end, but it's like the part before the actual muffle comes right, out. It's like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> lots of people watch the Buccaneers and Cowboys. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Mm, good afternoon. You'll find the north side of I-71 northbound at 11th Avenue. There are some ramp restrictions. Reports of a vehicle on the ramp to 11th Avenue. Please be careful. Traffic is stop and go from 670. About a 10-minute slowdown is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples Print and Marketing is committed to quality and printing. Perfect every time. Now at Staples, get $10 off your document printing and marketing materials. Order of $50 or more. Offer ends to 11. See staples.com slash store slash printing for details. Try Staples and see the difference. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. No filler guests. No intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, check out the Common Man and T-Bone podcast, wherever you get your audio. It is sponsored by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Apple, Spotify, Google, we are there. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Every single show comes right to your device, free of charge. Do it now. And of course, what is today, Mike? It's Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, Thaddeus tweeted us and said, do you think the NFL is doing flag football for the Pro Bowl to gauge fan interest to start a new league or possibly even replace the current NFL? Yes. 100%. But when I say yes, I mean like 60 years from now. Well, not that they wouldn't start the league. I think they'll start a little independent flag football league. And then I can see as lots of time goes on, them trying to transition all the way into flag football, but it won't be in our lifetimes. I don't no, think so. I don't think so. I do think 
if there's anything they're starting, they're trying to do a, well, did you want to see Tom Brady continue to play when he's 50? Cool. We're going to play flag football and he'll be all-time quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then put some like other guys around him that maybe aren't 50. But yeah, I, I could see that happening. The other thing is, I'm guessing that even if they like don't have any plans of doing that, let's say 25 million people watch that they will suddenly be in the flag football business. Sure. So it's it's even if they weren't looking at it that way, if a bunch of people tune in, watch it, and love it, and talk about how great it is, then yeah, they'll they'll be doing it. So they're always kind of doing research in that regard. Speaking of uh, lots of people watching things, Monday night's game, Bucks and Cowboys, wasn't really a good game, but it drew a big number. When you combine the ABC, ESPN, and ESPN2 broadcasts, it generated 30.6 million viewers was the most watched Disney Company playoff game since 1999 wow. when the games were just on ABC. Yeah, that's but that's an amazing number even among all the NFL amazing numbers. It's pretty big. Well, it's Tom Brady against the Cowboys. Yeah. As much as we roll our eyes like, "Oh my god, they're putting the Cowboys on national TV again." It's no mystery. In a in a sport that draws eyeballs no matter who's playing, the Cowboys are still the champions. Yep. They still do it and Tom Brady still gets people watching because sure. they want to see if it's nothing a else storyline. Yeah, of course. Uh, JD tweeted us and said, my beef jerky insiders. Remember those old Craig James bits you guys did? I ran across some old tweets today about those and made me wonder if Craig James was holding Jeff Rimmer hostage and only you could save him. What kind of music do you listen to on the way? Which I like how you basically just were asking us like, what would we listen to? But you're asking us in a fun way about some crazy situation. I have those. You want to? I have not remember, heard these in years. I don't years. remember what was even in them. So. I think it's you, like on your home studio with a really bad, bad microphone. microphone. Yeah, a lot of lot of popping of the piece. Okay, I let's think. see what happens. Here's Craig James. Despite internet rumors, Craig James never killed five hookers, but that doesn't mean Craig James is soft on prostitution. Craig James. He'd probably kill five hookers if it meant you'd vote for him. Paid for by Pony Express 2012 pack. This was when Craig James was, was running, running for, for Congress. Gov- governor or Congress? Uh, one of the two. I, I think it was Congress. But either way, like, yeah, they were. there were ads like this where they were kind of referencing some of his, the fact that he was involved in the Pony Express scandal, I want to say. And that's why we everybody tired of government kickbacks. Wall Street bankers are trying to make everybody do their bidding. But you don't need to worry with Craig James. Because he made all his money when he played for SMU. Craig James. He's rich. Paid for by Pony Express 2012. Back. Okay. We've had bad worse. Candidates get elected for similar things. (laughs) Since we made those. Mm, That's right. Hey, speaking of... uh because in that tweet, it was about music and what would we listen to on the way to save Jeff Rimmer from Craig James? Yeah. Furthermore, which makes you think that I would? Well, yeah. <laughs> Rims, you're on your own, buddy. <laughs> yeah, th- I think what we might be listening to is Live and Let Die! Like, whatever Are you happens. coming to get me? Nope. Please come save me! And I said, no, no, no. That's what we'd be listening to. We're not saving you. I want my steak Pittsburgh! Right. Uh, I saw this about music and about a subject we've already covered today. Margot Robbie. I enjoy her. So Margot Robbie was on a, 
I think it was Graham Norton's BBC show that he does, which if you've never seen Graham Norton, he sits there. He's like an interviewer who has like three or four celebrities on at a time, and they're all kind of on the set together. And he's asking a bunch of questions. Then then they interact together, and it's fun. It's like a late-night talk show. Yeah, but instead of having one person, there's four celebrities all at once. Anyway, so this is a couple weeks ago. Apparently, Margot Robbie was talking about how uh, she liked metal music when she was in high school she said she loves heavy she still loves heavy music loves heavy metal reminisced about how as a teen she would dye her hair black and only cut it with a razor blade and added in that she was kind of goth so then everyone was like oh wow i'd never expect that from margot robbie kate blanchett who was on the sofa next to her said does anyone actually like heavy metal music and then she leaned in and said do you like monster trucks and things like that? Oh, Kate Blanchett, we're just too good for heavy metal, huh? That's what it is. Think about Margot Robbie I'm telling you in her kiki. Unfortunately, I don't have the. I know you just have the bed, right? I have the Dubois one that we did. Oh yeah, we do. You know what? If Margot Robbie's ever in town, we ought to make sure we. We play something like that. Maybe not this. Listen to the words, too. They may be accurate in 2023. When we start singing about Yarmo. At some point. When this gets going. Du. Dubois. Dubois shoots. Dubois scores. Dubois scores big goals. Dubois scores big goals. Dubois scores big goals down at Nationwide. Pierre-Luc Dubois is coming in the creases where you'll find him. Now! Now! Yarmo thinks Dubois is awesome. If he's wrong, they're going to fire him. Now! Now! Now. Well, I mean, Yarmo did think Pierre-Luc Dubois was awesome, and everyone who was so Pierre thrilled... Pierre-Luc Dubois didn't think he was awesome. Well, I mean, again, let's just remember, Yarmo said, I know best. I will draft a guy that nobody thinks should be drafted Sorry, this high. See, Yarmo w- was such a genius. He was a genius when he did that. Well, no, and- he knew. Oh, he, he knew that Patrick Laine would be around. He knew that it wouldn't work out yeah. with PLD and that he would trade him and that Line would be Patrick Laine. Patrick Laine would be kind of sour in Winnipeg and would say, I he want out of here. All, he foresaw he all. all of this. He also knew Johnny Goudreau just out of nowhere would be like, I want to go east, but not that east. You know what I'm saying? And then they were like, Columbus? And he was like, yes, I know Cam Atkinson. Let's live there. <laughs> he knew it. He knew all the long. That he, knew, was, he knew it that's all, why, all the live long day. All the times where you were like, I don't know if Cam's getting it done anymore. You're like, no, but Yarmo's got to keep him here so he'll lure Johnny Goudreau to Columbus to hang out for an evening. And then Johnny Goudreau will be like, I want to change my future and play here. Well, Cam was gone. No, but he he hung out with Cam oh, years even prior Cam when he was here. I no, see. but Cam was yes, here at yes, some point. Right. He had the house here, yeah, right, and that's right, why right. they hung fine, out here. Fine, fine. And that's how it all happened. I got it. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up next. Thank God. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on Route 315 southbound at West Broad Street. Traffic is bumper to bumper from 670 as they work to get this clear. You'll also find a vehicle fire on the ramp to 11th Avenue from the north side of I-71 northbound. Traffic is stopped from 670. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessett. New year, new projects. Tomorrow's infrastructure is in the skilled hands of the Ohio Laborers. From roads and bridges to buildings and solar farms, the Ohio Laborers do it all. Build Ohio right, build it union. Elm the NRA with fan traffic. Biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports, Hamilton Road by the airport. Every single Wednesday, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rims. Good evening. Thanks for having me. We were doing an experiment earlier. Uh, a listener yeah. told us that you can't plug your nose and hum. At the same time, can you give this a go? <laughs> no, Come on. I'll not give it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to waste my time with that. Rimmer, it's not that hard. Listen, I'll do it right now. See, I'll hold my nose. I'm holding it now. Okay, I get go. it. You did it. All right, it's easy enough. <laughs> now, can you do that on the next broadcast for the entirety of the game? Given that I'm sure you're probably not thrilled with what you have to talk about right now on the ice because it's been frustrating well, as hell watching this team. Well, listen, I thought the team played pretty well last night. Uh, if you watch the game, I'm certain you'll agree with me. Not the result that we wanted, but uh, they certainly went toe-to-toe uh, with uh, the National Predators. And as you guys know, and I know, Mike, uh, you were talking about it yesterday, it would be another ugly game in Nashville, and there certainly have been plenty of those, but that wasn't the case last night. In fact, both goaltenders played well, and actually Lankadin, Kevin Lankinen of uh, Nashville, had he not played as well as he did, why I think the, the Blue Jackets might have put a licking on Nashville, who are struggling to make the playoffs themselves. I know that, you know, they signed Elvis to the deal. They're hoping that Elvis plays better. They keep giving him opportunities. At what point do you just say, all right, we know what we are. We know what we're trying to do here. Tarasov is going to be the guy pretty much every single night. Do you think the team is close to that? No, no, no. In fact, there's three goalies in the equation here still. Jonas Corpusalo is here. He's unrestricted free agent. Possibly he gets traded uh, before the deadline the first week of March. March 3rd, I believe, at uh, 3 o'clock will be the end of the trade deadline. Uh, but uh, for for now, Tarasov's got to play as many games as uh, he possibly can. And I think when Corpus Allo comes back that uh, you'll likely see Tarasov go back to Cleveland. Uh, he's got to play. He's a young guy. Uh, I've I'm told not you saying guys he shouldn't play. I, I think he should play at yeah. this level. Well, I, I think Jonas Corpus Allo has certainly earned the opportunity to play and, and play regularly. And, and quite frankly, uh, I, I think that uh, Elvis here in his recent starts has improved his game. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised uh, you see those two split uh, the duties. And as I said, you'll see uh, Tarasov, for the time being, go back and play every night in Cleveland. But he is, and I've told you guys this repeatedly, he's the goalie of the future. And I think now, after after seeing him uh, as much as you have this season when he has been healthy and not in Cleveland, that uh, he's certainly capable of being an NHL goaltender and playing every day. 
So, Rims, let's talk about this Cole Sillinger situation. He gets healthy scratched a couple nights in a row, gets back in the lineup last night, played well last night, I thought, didn't get a goal, but played better. Um, I know he has had a rough year, but my question on the air yesterday, and I'll pose it to you, you've watched, you'll forget more about hockey than I'll ever know. I don't understand why, if you're saying a young player is struggling at this level, the best thing to do is then to send him down to the AHL if you can to let him get more minutes. Wouldn't it make more sense for him to figure that out up here? Even It's not like the Jackets are in a playoff hunt. It's not like they are they just can't afford to put him out there because they've got so many other great, talented guys. Everyone on this team has struggled at times this year. Why not keep him on the ice? Why healthy scratch him two nights? Well, uh, you know, that's a great question, a great point. I think had the Blue Jackets uh, been healthier and not have to call up as many players as uh, they had to, I think you might have seen a situation where he went down for a week or two, a conditioning assignment, whatever. But that wasn't the case. And in fact, with all the call-ups that have come up from Cleveland, the Blue Jackets farm team and the Jackets themselves have been forced to bring up players from the East Coast Hockey League just to uh, complete a roster for Cleveland. But the fact that he sat out those two games, I think that, as you point out, he certainly played well last night. He's learned his lesson. This is his second year. We can't lose sight of the fact fact that he's only 19 years of age. And uh, it's a situation here now that hopefully he learned from that experience. He's never played uh, on any team that he's been a healthy scratch. And I think it's a bit of a wake-up call. It's also a sophomore season. and You guys have heard of the sophomore jinx. Hopefully it's behind him now because based on the way Sillinger played last year, he deserved to be an everyday player and and a guy that uh, played where he did in the lineup. And I suspect that uh, he'll continue to work and uh, might not necessarily need that opportunity to go down and and maybe play more minutes in in Cleveland. But if things don't work out and they continue to struggle and the team gets healthier, yeah, that's still a possibility. Name Dropping with Jeff Rimmer brought to you by Rimmer's Friends, Buyers Imports by the Airport. Would you like to talk about your friends, Rims? Always will, uh, and talk to Kevin King, the general manager at Buyers Imports by the airport, and uh, the world premiere coming to a TV near you, the world premiere of the new commercial, and I know you guys like to get those little extra insights, and I'll give you one. Give you a tip here on the new commercial that uh, might be uh, seen tomorrow night, uh, as early as tomorrow night. Uh, the green light has uh, been given, and uh, I'd suggest you get a look at it, because... Uh, not only do you see Jeff Rimmer in the spot and George Kaufman, of course, from Byers, but as well, you'll see my twin in the spot. So uh, definitely worth seeing, and your, it's the best spot ever. Your twin? What does that mean? Yes, my twin. My twin brother. There's two of us, two Jeff Rimmers. How about that? Did you get a stunt double for That's this That's all thing? I'll tell you. That's all I'll tell you. Just see this new spot, and then you guys can uh, judge accordingly. Oh, So is Bobby Orr going to be in the spot? He's not my uh, twin, is he? I don't know. I mean, you guys are more connected <laughs> than most twins. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got another. Uh, w- once we get to uh, name dropping, and whenever you guys want to well, start, let's do it. We're, there. Uh, We're go there. Go let's ahead. go. Come on. Well, I had a long conversation this past weekend with Michael Buble, and Michael was just venting, not unlike the situation here with the disappointing season, obviously, for the Blue Jackets and all the health issues. It's been a similar situation for his favorite team, the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, we got around to discussing the upcoming lottery. And, of course, he says, 
try to deflate me and, and our ability here, the way things are going with the team, that you know, Jeff, that you guys are not going to get Connor Bedard because Gary Bettman is going to want to put him in either Chicago or he'll want to put him uh, out west in Phoenix with the Arizona team. And I said, no, no, no. I, I, anyway, we've debated it back and forth. And I said, do you really think that Gary Bettman, if he had his chance, would have put Connor McDavid in Edmonton? He would want it in New York or perhaps Los Angeles, but not Edmonton. But Edmonton won the lottery and got Connor McDavid. So he kind of backed off his thought there. We're going to have to put the same restriction on Michael Buble that we have on Bobby Orr. Because between those two guys, that's all you talk. Those are the only two people you talk to now. No, no, uh, I, I, I do have a, another name to bring. All right, hurry up. Anna uh, mom to the table. No? And no, 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 it's Pavel Bure, and uh, I'll tell you a quick Pavel Bure story because it involves a his mom. And I know you like. Uh, hang on, no, I know you like talking or me talking about uh, people that have passed away. But in all seriousness, passing away this past week is one of the few in. Indig- indigenous uh, players to play in the National Hockey League, and his name is Gino Ojic, and I got to know Gino pretty well through Pavel Bure. But a great story uh, that was told by Pavel in in the passing of uh, Gino here in the past week. And uh, Gino went to Russia after Pavel's retirement. They were very, very tight when the two of them were in Vancouver before Pavel joined me in in Florida. And uh, unbeknownst to uh, Pavel Bure, uh, Gino flew to Russia and somehow ended up knocking on the door at the KGB. True story. The late Gino Ojic actually knocking on the doors at the KGB, and that's not really where anybody outside of Russia would really want to be. But anyway, they let him in, and Pavel Bure, being the superstar and, and being the most, one of the most famous athletes ever to come out of Russia, they uh, brought uh, Gino in and uh, they didn't bring out the machine guns or whatever, but they personally escorted Gino to find Pavel, who was uh, spending time in Russia. He kind of splits his days and uh, his years in uh, both Florida and in Russia. So there was the late Gino Ojic knocking on the doors at uh, the KGB. That's a that nice one? story, Rims. You also, I thought you were going to go in another direction because i know you told me that many years ago you had a thing with lisa marie presley very briefly <laughs> no i can't say that i have she got michael jackson i i tried to get a date with her but oh. uh, she took michael over me hmm. I see. did i tell you that michael and i uh, on occasion would meet in you, california you, you and michael jackson would meet you met up with him <laughs> did you go to the neverland ranch no no, I did not. Hello, uh, this is my pet monkey. <laughs> right. Here's my pet monkey. His name's Doug McLean. <laughs> is that where you got the new heart rims from one of his monkeys that was hanging around? Is this that is where you got Boba. the baboon heart? No. <laughs> you guys are too much. All right, Rims, we'll talk much. to you next week. I look forward to it, guys. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. I can't stop thinking about him <laughs> riding the carousel with a monkey right. and Michael Jackson. <laughs> Come on, yep. River, faster. Yep, that's right. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You are going to find a vehicle fire on the ramp to 11th Avenue from the north side of I-71 northbound. Please avoid if possible. This ramp will remain closed until further notice. And an accident causing heavy stop and go delays on Route 315 southbound at West Broad Street. Plan on some backups from 670. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Dye Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Dye Market. This week, save on a full dry pint of blue... Very real. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Columbus, the fan. Rip off your sweats and join the layup line. It's time for Ohio State basketball. The Buckeyes are preparing.